This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, I'm Lynn Norris. Here's your daily tip from the experts at Real Simple. Deodorant or antiperspirant? Which one is right for you? By Melanie Rudd. Deodorant is one of those terms that gets used all the time, but breaking news, not everything that you swipe under your arms is, in fact, a deodorant. Armpit products are categorized into two distinct groups, deodorants and antiperspirants, and they have one major difference. It's pretty simple, since it's all in the name. Deodorants prevent odor, whereas antiperspirants prevent sweat. Ultimately, whichever one you choose to use is a matter of personal preference, but here's what you need to know about both. Long story short, deodorants won't keep you from sweating. If you don't mind a little moisture under your arms and simply want to ward off BO, then consider a deodorant. They typically contain ingredients such as fragrance that mask the odor expressed in the underarms, says Dr. Alicia Zalka, a board-certified dermatologist in Connecticut and the founder of Surface Deep. Most of them also contain ingredients that absorb moisture and or slow down bacterial growth, adds Dr. Hadley King, a board-certified dermatologist in New York City. As a quick reminder, it's the bacteria that's responsible for the unpleasant smell, not the sweat itself. While deodorants have been trendy as of late, positioned as a more natural alternative to antiperspirants— more on why in a moment, it's important to remember that even the most natural of deodorants can contain irritating ingredients— For example, many natural deodorants rely on baking soda to absorb moisture and neutralize odor, but too much baking soda can cause skin irritation in some people, says Dr. King. And the fragrance in many can come from essential oils, which are a common cause of allergic contact dermatitis, she adds. At the end of the day, because none of the ingredients in these formulas are going to actually block Ekrin, a.k.a. sweat ducts, the efficacy as to how much moisture they can absorb will vary from person to person, notes Dr. King. So if you are going the Dio route, just bear in mind that you may have to get used to feeling a little damp under your arms. Antiperspirants do prevent sweat, but there are questions about the ingredients they use. Any antiperspirant is going to contain some type of aluminum salt compounds. Common ones include aluminum chlorohydrate, aluminum zirconium, and aluminum chloride, all of which work by blocking the sweat ducts by forming a plug when they get mixed with sweat droplets, thereby preventing perspiration, says Dr. Zalka. Sweat flow is impeded, and the skin is kept drier, she explains. But you've probably heard some not-so-great things about aluminum, as it's garnered a bit of a bad reputation as of late. Aluminum has been linked to Alzheimer's disease and to breast cancer. But whether or not the aluminum in antiperspirants contributes to these conditions is not yet definitively known. And there is no research data showing this, says Dr. King. Both she and Dr. Zalka underscore the fact that even the American Cancer Society has not proven a direct cause and effect between antiperspirant use and a higher risk of breast cancer. In fact, according to the ACS, there are no strong epidemiologic studies in the medical literature that link breast cancer risk and antiperspirant use, and very little scientific evidence to support this claim. So while you may hear a lot about this correlation, take it with a grain of salt. 
The one time you should definitely avoid using aluminum-containing products, such as antiperspirants, is when receiving a mammogram. The tiny metallic crystals in the products can impede the optimal reading and interpretation of breast imaging studies, Dr. Zalka explains. So which one should you use? Again, it's a matter of personal choice and comfort level. While the data proving any problems with aluminum is low, many antiperspirants do contain other ingredients, such as triclosan, propylene glycol, and parabens, which come with their own set of concerns, notes Dr. King. And, as Dr. Zalka points out, your body is made to sweat. It's a normal regulatory function. That being said, if you really don't like feeling wet and or sweat excessively, then an antiperspirant is the only thing that's guaranteed to keep you dry. Thanks for listening. Check back tomorrow or go to realsimple.com for the latest. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.